Media Access Australia. Inclusion through technology. Media Access Australia CEO Alex Farley recently presented and attended the Media for All International Conference at the University of Western Sydney. There was much discussion regarding audio description and presentations about AD from all over the world, and Alex joins me now to talk about it. Hello, Alex. Hi there, Roberta. What were some of the countries that were covered in the conference that are dealing with audio description, particularly newer services? Well, the thing that was interesting about this conference was that we finally managed to get some input from other parts of the world that we never talked to, such as Asia and South America. And that's where actually all the interest came. So there were the people presenting from the Middle East, from Hong Kong, Brazil, China, and that's where there was a, a little bit more action happening, but nothing that's particularly big. There's not really that much formal stuff going on in terms of quotas and those things, but little pockets of audio description development. You mentioned Brazil. So what's happening there? Yeah, there was a really interesting presentation from a, um, a Brazilian professor, um, and she was talking about both the quotas that they have on Brazilian television, and, and there they, it's regulated for about four hours a week, but the problem is that they're not really enforced, and the TV stations seem to be able to keep postponing them. And ironically, I mean, Brazil is a, um, a Portuguese-speaking country, and it's a very similar situation in Portugal, so I don't know if they're related that way. But what they have been audio-describing is some web series so, so these are actually just series that are made for the web only. And the model there is that uh, a lot of these series are made by directors and actors uh, for free of charge just to sort of get their names out there and build things up. And they've been putting services like audio description on there. So quite an interesting development. Were all the presentations about online or did they cover other types of AD? No, the uh, probably the best presentation there, which um, was was good for several reasons, was a an expatriate Chinese woman who's working out of London who was talking about the audio description of traditional Chinese lion dances as opposed to lion dances. What that was so fascinating about was she does these things mainly live, so actually out in in the streets in the Chinatowns of the world and things, and um, does it over PA so that everybody gets to hear what she's describing. But the issue that it raised was very much around when you're doing a description um, to an audience that understands what it is you're talking about, so in this case, the traditional Chinese lion dance, then you don't need to actually explain a lot of the, the subtlety of it or what's actually happening, what's the culture behind it. But she's also been doing them in more international places like Hong Kong and London, where people who aren't really familiar with it come and watch it as well. So the audio description becomes much more enhanced and explains some of the cultural backgrounds and things before it. So it was both lovely illustration of where audio description can go in terms of being used for live street events, but it also showed that audio description can be useful to all sorts of audiences, including people who are just trying to get more information about mm. what it is that's actually going on. Now, I understand that you were running a panel discussion on access in the new world, such as Asia. How is AD progressing in that region? Well, it's to be fair to it, it's very fledgling. We've talked in the past about you know some developments in audio description in places like South Korea and Thailand, where they've got some TV services going. But in other places, it generally tends to be in the theatre and the arts world, and then maybe the odd little DVD or web thing being done. And a lot of that is around the slow development politically of rights for the disabled and understanding that things like entertainment are actually part of that culture. And also, they have some issues around some of the technology not being very developed. So unlike um, us English-speaking world where we've got 
hundreds of millions of people accessing this stuff, so technology is well-developed. It's a bit more fragmented, but what I'm seeing is audio description was talked about a lot, and that hasn't really happened before, so it'll take a little bit of time, but it's coming through. Oh, well, that's a good thing to happen there, especially. Now, for information on international accessibility developments, you can call Media Access Australia on 02921 or email info at mediaaccess.org.au. Thank you, Alex, for all of that today. Thank you very much, Roberta. And I'm really pleased that things are moving forward, especially in the Asian area. Yes, finally, we've got some other pushes coming through. I've been speaking with CEO Alex Farley from Media Access Australia, and Media Access Australia is a supporter of this program. Media Access Australia, inclusion through technology. Technology.